If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today's a special episode, Dan. Do you know why? Why? Mainly because, yet again, I guess to go back to my childhood. That may or may not be a good thing. I will. <laughs> it's time for us to go into Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Rewatching this, a lot of things made sense about my childhood. Okay, all right. Let's get let's get into it. Listen, uh, before we do, this is required watching. Where we watch the essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. My name is Trey Epps. I am Danny Tavers. So what? What? Listen, all right. Let me let me take another step backwards. We're talking about 1985's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I swore this movie came out in the 90s, but apparently it just didn't. This, of course, is starring Paul Rubens, but if you ask him, it's starring Pee Wee Herman. Directed by Tim Burton, written by a few people, among them, of course, is Paul Rubens. And it's about an eccentric man-child called Pee Wee Herman who gets his beloved bike stolen in a broad daylight. He sets out across the U.S. on the adventure of his life. Boy. Now, what, what, what do you mean when you say a lot of your childhood makes sense? It was so chaotic this movie not my although this movie was so chaotic and hyperactive i was like oh that explains a lot of my attention as a young a young boy just very manic very creative but unwieldy i definitely went through like a peewee phase a a phase of like I'm going to tell jokes. I'm going to like make you look stupid. I'm going to like, you know what I mean? Like, like all these things. I didn't have any gags because that costs money. And I was again, poor, but like any chance I could, like at this, during this phase, I quickly, I, I quickly tried. Oh, to, yeah. uh, a lot of pranks, a lot of weird noises. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of things. As I, as I watched this as a full-grown adult, I was like, man, I must've been the most annoying child in the world. Like there's nothing about this this movie that I can imagine my parents putting up with, which is probably why I was in this space for such a short period of time. Could you imagine being a parent in the eighties and having <laughs> your kid be like, I wanna watch this movie. It's about a guy and his bicycle. All right, let's turn it on. And watching this weird acid trip of a nightmare. I mean, again, can can we just again state it's directed by Tim Burton, right? So the character Pee Wee Herman is weird enough, but then to surround him in a world that is you know going to be created by by Tim Burton or at least helped along and displayed through the lens of Tim Burton, yes, yeah, so you get this spooky layer, that like eerie creepiness that's already very apparent in the character of Pee Wee Herman and the real life Paul Rubin. <laughs> If we want to go in there. <laughs> I don't know if we should. Uh, now, I believe I believe this is one of the first few features from Tim Burton. And, of course, this is the first movie from Pee Wee Herman. And Paul Rubens, the reason I keep saying it like this is because Paul Rubens just insists that Pee Wee Herman is his own person. It is not Paul Rubens, which is why Pee Wee Herman has a 
star on the Walk of Fame, not Paul Rubens. Yeah, I feel like there's a long period of time in the late 80s, early 90s, where everywhere he went, it was Pee Wee Herman. You know what? He's like Ernest. Remember Ernest? Oh, yes. I do remember Ernest. I enjoyed Ernest a lot, actually, and I don't know why. But I don't... Oh, yeah. Ernest is great. But I don't remember him as, like, any other character. Any other person. Yeah. Like, I I, I don't... like. I'm sure I can go to, you know, Paul Rubens IMDb and he has stuff on there, but I just can't imagine Paul Rubens as anyone else other than Pee Wee Herman. Like that is his one job. And he's like, like you said, it was something that came out in 20, but recently last five years, 2016, and he's still, 2016, he's still playing Pee Wee Herman. I mean, to be fair at this point, <laughs> I don't know if there are many other options. Given, uh, given ju- his run-ins with the law. <laughs> Fair. Honestly, fair. Just to backtrack, it, this is Tim Burton's first feature film that isn't a TV movie. First, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice a couple years later. Yo, strong sure. start to a career, Tim Burton. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, The Man Does Not Miss. <laughs> Until years I later mean, when he <laughs> out of Wonderland. Okay, but to be fair, he rarely misses. Rarely misses. I mean, sometimes. I mean, I don't know if I'll go rarely, but sometimes. I'm looking at you, 2001 Planet of the Apes. Wait, was that him? That was him. With Franco? Uh, no, that was the uh, the first like reboot of. Yeah, that Planet was shit. Nah, that was terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, not that good. was just not good. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, it was it was awful. So. So one of the things I stopped, I stopped in the middle of watching this movie because I thought that I, there's a few things I thought were technically wrong about this. And that was the setup of it was so long that it actually took me a while to, to like, I, I, I thought I hit the sequel instead of the original. Cause I was like, is this about his bike or is it not mm-hmm. about his bike? Because it's taking so long for his bike to be stolen. And even if that wasn't true, it felt, it just felt like a long It shot. felt very long. It felt, it felt so long. We introduced to everyone, you know, his his bike is such a big deal. He goes into like this like Rube Goldberg machine of making breakfast for absolutely no fucking reason at all, and eating like two forkfuls of it. If that, but a, a question to piggyback on that: when making a movie where the characters already established, like as a cultural icon character. You already know yeah. who this person is. How in depth do you have to go in introducing that person or that world? Because I feel like with Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Playhouse was already an Emmy Award winning show for several years at this point. Is that is that true? So Chris, am I over exaggerating? I I don't think a lot needs to be done, but like I I get, I get the fun of it, right? I get the fun of doing all this stuff. Like even at home, he's still wild and crazy. Even when he's all alone, he's still wild and crazy. But again, the setup of like his bike being stolen just felt like it took forever. So therefore, we're, we're sitting in this, with, and I meant to do time code. We have sitting in this for like what feels like ten to fifteen minutes, and nothing happened. Like story wise, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Which, which, on one hand, I was actually just laughing at myself for the fact that I'm sitting here watching this movie and nothing is going. To be, to be honest, I was, I was enjoying it. I was just noticing from a technical filmmaking standpoint that just not a lot was happening. I mean, that's kind of what Pee Wee is, though. It's not. There's not much substance to Pee Wee. 
no there, there isn't and i and i i kind of wish we looked at maybe some episodes or maybe like i independently looked at some episodes of Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's playhouse because that felt so much more objective based and felt so much more goal oriented and felt so much more satisfying at the end of an episode from what, from whatever call like i haven't seen it in ages but like mm. from the original show it felt so much more satisfying at the end of the 30 minutes than for like the first 30 minutes of this movie <laughs> because I, I because we you know we talked about this with who framed roger rabbit but like it like what, what line what like i I, I wonder what line we're actually writing. Are we writing the line that's like kids are in on this and like kids, like this is something for kids and adults just won't get it. Or is it like, look adults, this is this adult man person pretending to be a child and then going through this crazy adventure to get his bike back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there are some perfectly written jokes in this movie where I'm like, there's no way a kid is like, Pick, like a young kid this. is picking up on the on this humor. The right. kid is watching like the weird contraptions he has, the funny noises he's making, the like bells and whistles of who he is as a person. So I feel like it is for both. Like the visuals are clearly for kids, right? But I feel like they sneak in those weird uh, kind of adult humor aspects. To kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, we know what we're doing, right? Okay, in, in, the, know, in the same I, way I that like that. Roger Rabbit, like we talked about, was very film noir in a way that was clearly just meant for adults. Yeah, but but juxtaposed with the silly cartoons and the more accessible visuals. Right, 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 and and I, and I think I think with Roger Rabbit it was very clear. It was a clear delineation. Like cartoons were for the kids, the noir was for the like adults, and you know also for the kids. But like you you knew what side you were on. You know, with Pee Wee, it was very much like I'm a man child. I'm making these noises. I'm doing these silly things. My world is kind of being turned upside down, and and also like some jokes that are for adults. And I went back and I saw I saw just like a clips package of sexual innuendos that were from the HBO uh, special. Oh god, that were really that were actually really like you call it innuendos. Like I I guess they, like they were so PG in terms of innuendos, and I'll definitely link it. It's it's really funny. It's like it's it's just it's it's terrible, but but I lo- I love the way they turned it down, and and apparently made Pee Wee Herman like this ladies' man. Because apparently Dottie wants Dottie wants to get with Pee Wee Herman. And also, I couldn't stop hearing Tommy Pickles whenever she spoke. God, bro, <laughs> I stopped. I was like, wait, I know this voice. And I was like, I need to look this up. Because there was no way I was getting rid of this. Yo, she's still working. She's, uh, she's still working. As she should. She's a talent listen i i remember having a crush on her when i watched this movie originally which is very strange considering how much i love regrets <laughs> that's why I, um, i'm like call me rip <laughs> the number one uh, podcast no, she, for ruining your childhood yeah exactly no but she is one of those people who who has such a distinct voice even when she's not trying i don't think she was trying to but she definitely had such a distinct voice where it's like you can't I don't think anyone could listen to her and be like, you know, you, you, you just please stay away from voiceover work. She has a voice that sounds like it's made for voiceover work. Yeah. 
So he gets the spike stolen and like we have this bully and I spend what has to be 45 minutes trying to figure out if they're children or if they're adults. <laughs> because I <laughs> I feel like in the world of like consequences, I need to know. I need to know what's happening. I need to know what's going on. Because on one hand, I'm like, I need justifications of him being like, oh, I, I spent $7,000 on this bike and there's no way I can get another one. Like, I understand that it's a custom made bike already, but you know what I mean? Like, I, it just, it, feel, it feels so, like, there's some occasions where it just feels so disconnected from the real world where it just really had me a bit distracted. And I remember, I, I remember even as a kid, elements like that creeping me out. Like, uh, what's the, the the bad guy's name? Randall? No. Oh, yeah. No, it's not Randall. It's uh, Francis. Francis, right. I remember every scene with Francis being a, a jerk in, like, the tub and stuff. I remember as a kid being so uncomfortable with that. Because I was like, this oh guy is God, not yeah. a kid. At least he kind of... He's got a slight frame. He's got a goofy face. Like, there are elements to him as a person that you're like, I could forgive you acting like this because of your right. physicality. But Francis is clearly a grown man. So like the scene with him in the tub, I remember as a kid being so unsettled by that. So I was like, I mean, I mean this is weird. Am I, am I imagining the, the fact that he wakes up and puts on makeup? Like, Am I am I imagining that, or is that like, or that was that just like an independent thought of mine, where I'm like, he woke up and put makeup on, like as in like Pee Wee Herman did, because he has like cheek. Okay, okay, fair. He looks like a ventriloquist doll. Wait, exactly, exactly. And then I was like, wait, his lips look so unnatural that he's he's wearing he's wearing lipstick, and this is insane, and this is not okay. But like things like that, just like it completely distracted me in my old age. Like I, I was not able to shut off some of the most like logical things about this movie. But you know, it's honestly up until the most ridiculous part of this psychic woman being like, it's in the Alamo. But I think the real fun actually kicks off. Like I think the most fun of the movie is when he leaves, like the actual adventure part. Which, to your point and, earlier, I think is halfway through. Which exactly? It was halfway through the movie. <laughs> Why? Why is this halfway through the movie? Have you um, ever seen Bicycle Thieves? Yes. Apparently, I, I have. I have it on my list of rewatching. But this is a parody on. version of Bicycle Thieves. Who said that? Who now, said that? Uh, I don't know Wikipedia. <laughs> which, knowing that now, I'm like, okay, sure. Clearly, bicycles get stolen. They look for the person. That's who it. it. I saw more comparisons. <laughs> between a movie that we watched namely paris texas because i do you think this is a road movie in the same way that paris texas or wild at heart are road movies but as opposed to road movies that are like what though because my answer is yes my answer is like this is this is a road movie at least up until like when he leaves which is far too long within (laughs) the time frame of this movie yes I, i i absolutely do and I enjoy it. I, I I think you can't see big adventure if half the movie is leading up to the big, big adventure. Right. Because I, yeah, I think we get a lot of really good, funny moments from from this adventure. But yes, in, in, to answer your question, I do. I, I do think it is. Then it should be added to the Criterion Collection like the other <laughs> To be fair, I'm sure it is. Like, a criterion, like the things that are in a Criterion Collection <laughs> sometimes baffle me. I'm like, this movie? Oh, 
saw a lot of comparisons with Joe Dirt. I can't say I recall no. Joe Dirt nearly enough. I think just the absurd, like trying to find something, like big search of it all. Okay. And okay. eventually the like looking back on the story we just watched, you know, at the end when they're like, hey, we're going to make a movie about everything you just saw. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Like, I don't know. It was just like Joe Dirt with ADHD or something. So we have to. I mean, honestly, that's what it feels like. But let's. Since you mentioned it, let's go back to the to the movie at the end of the movie. Yeah, that needs to be a real movie on its own. I was about to say that. I would fuck with that movie. That movie sounds amazing. Yeah, I I, I would watch. I would watch that movie. I would watch that movie even with Pee Wee Herman being the hotel attendant. Oh yeah. But, you know who plays him in that? pretend movie what's his name james brolin james brolin correct josh brolin's dad yeah he looks like a dad though doesn't he he looks like that when i when he first popped on screen i was like is that burt reynolds i said burt reynolds too and i was like no, no that's not burt reynolds. i was like it's just some other manly 80s man oh that's funny and then who plays the woman in the fake movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Morgan, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild. So you got these two legends in a Pee Wee Herman. Like, what is happening? <laughs> what is actually happening? Is also, what I not even saying. part of the main plot. Like, the throwaway <laughs> end, pretty much. Like, everything's been concluded in the story itself. Right, exactly. Everything's been concluded. Not to mention the fact that Pee Wee Herman is walking through a drive through <laughs> handing out snacks while the movie's playing? <laughs> I don't what? have to watch it, Daddy. I lived it. You know, my <laughs> one of my favorite jokes during that during the entire movie, but during that scene so much that I wrote it down is when he's handing out snacks and he goes to his French his French couple friend and he gives them French fries and they go, Oh, merci beaucoup and he goes Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Jokes like that, I'm like, that's, that's. I mean, I'm sure kids will think that's funny, but that seemed like a joke that I was like, damn, they they wrote that just for me. No, that really is funny. That really is funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I actually rolled my eyes at it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but it's it's honestly it's it again the whole like the whole back half of that movie felt so silly and playful in like the, the most perfect way because of course my favorite part and i think everyone's favorite part is the dance the dance oh yeah tequila the interaction yeah <laughs> the interaction with the with the bicyclist or yeah the motorcyclist <laughs> what are they called uh, something i do not recall the name the satan's helpers satan's helpers that's right and 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 the, like i haven't seen it in such a long time but all I had in my mind, like I knew it was happening, like I knew everything going about to happen. But then all in my mind, and all I had was like Michael Scott from The Office doing. <laughs> and then I realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Michael Scott's favorite movie is Pee Wee Herman, and that's where he gets his comedy oh from. Oh my god, that scene <laughs> is is also perfect because like the whole tension between if these guys are gonna kick his ass, and yeah. finally he wins him over with a dance, and they give him a bike. And then he crashes it into a sign and immediately goes, it's just such a perfect, like, build up all the suspense and then throw it all away. Correct. And, and again, 
like the, the everything that kind of happens is is perfect. I, I what I again this is I, I think this is what I wanted the entire time. It's my, it's kind of one of my only criticisms. I have I, I think I have a few criticisms, but like if if I only had to give one, it's like I want all of this all the time because it was so much fun to see Pee Wee Herman actually beat Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I feel like the show is much better paced and a much more appetizing dose of these crazy this crazy bizarre world that he lives in right he lives in not anyone else even like even like like you said like the the build even the build-up of like him having this arch nemesis of like francis Mm -hmm. of course in the very beginning it's all set up that he he's the reason why his bike got stolen and the payoff at the very end the last thing that happens is that he gets ejected from the bike (laughs) Which again, it's funny in and of itself, but it just it felt like a it, it almost felt like it, it felt like a, a bit of a throwaway. Like we had to hold on. Like like I said, like I it wasn't like, and that's the reason why. Oh, I guess you know what I'm answering my own question because he's like he's walking around. Francis is walking around with the news crew for some yeah. fucking reason, and he's like, "This wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for me, right?" And it's like, what? Like that's what you want credit for? You want credit for this? Also, you're gonna you just admitted. Right. I'm, I'm, so I, so I, guess, I guess he he does get payback by getting ejected, but it wasn't out of like vengeance either, which I would love to see a revenge, like a, a vengeful Pee Wee Herman, an evil Pee Wee yeah. Herman, just like just someone who's like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, Francis, for taking my bike. Yeah, Tim Burton, if you're listening, do an evil, a, a dark, twisted Pee Wee Herman dark. formula for that already, like with the the antics and the 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 mania of this character it's perfect it's ripe for evil i think so i i personally love it let me see what other notes do i have here dude i don't have i don't have any more notes other than oh i didn't look this up i I thought i know this music so well and i can't figure out why i know this music oh yeah danny elfman danny elfman honestly that makes sense danny elfman if we said tim burton don't miss danny elfman never misses (laughs) your true story True story. Unless you know, okay. I was talking about that one time. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I was generally like, like, oh no, did he do a bad score once? No, but I'm sure. Like, I, I wonder if that affects composers at all. If it's like he scored a bad movie, and only he notices. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me just check out the. Let me, let me check out the the movies that he scored right quick because I find that interesting for some reason. Do you have any more notes before we wrap up? There are some, but it's things that you couldn't understand. Things that you what is that? wouldn't understand. What? Damn it. Uh, all right, let's see. Hold on. Also, all the characters he meets along the way. Yo. Okay, wait. Let me ask a question about this. Hold on. I'm I'm searching. Actually, yo, Danny Elfman does not miss, bro. Right? <laughs> he just does not miss. All right, I got a question. The The criminal. Uh, yeah, Mickey. All right, was, was this yeah was this a lie or no that he cut off the mattress tag <laughs> or what, what was it? It's, again, it's the world that <laughs> these characters live in that would be it, a a jailable offense. Exactly, exactly. To the point where I, I sat there the entire time, I'm like, is this like this guy is clearly on Pee Wee's side? Like he, I think, I think we immediately know that he is no danger to Pee Wee himself. Yeah. But then, but then I'm like, what is happening? What's the truth? Did he murder someone or did he really just cut this off? Because the joke is funny either way. I feel like I just needed to know what was happening. <laughs> Trey, I don't think 
there's any way of knowing what's really happening in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like one big fever dream. It, like, I can only imagine I have nothing, nothing but sympathy for my parents for allowing me to watch this as a kid several times. Those dinosaurs, I, I remember having dreams about those dinosaurs. So I love that this movie, this whole episode just elicits the most childlike giggles from us. It's Pee Herman, man. It's Pee Herman. Exactly. You could have oh. said for sure. Oh, okay. Oh. That said, let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. Shall I? Yeah, you stir it off. Okay. So, Dan, I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I do not think this is required watching. Because I, I think, uh, in, in, term, in terms of filmmaking, in terms of filmmaking, I do not think this is required watching. Well, just my, my main issue with just, like, the pacing of, of everything really doesn't allow for the movie as a whole to be something to be admired despite the fact that i am in love with like the adventure part of Wee's big adventure we spend a lot of time not being on on an adventure however like i think it's a, I, I say that i feel like i say this often but i think it's important to know about Wee herman from a cultural standpoint mm-hmm. from a cultural standpoint of like know about comedians and know about these icons that, that have placed like big impacts on the world i think you should know about Wee, uh, like Wee's big like just about him as a whole and like check out the show for sure and like the other movies but required absolutely not yeah i'm gonna have to agree as much as much nostalgia that i have for this movie and as ridiculous and honestly kind of brave for how outrageous it is i agree with you it, uh, from a filmmaking movie standpoint, there's not much. I will say, if you want some material for fever dreams that you might want to have, or you're sitting <laughs> at home and this movie. tripping balls and you need something to watch and you kind of want to scare yourself, this is a perfect <laughs> thing to watch. True story. Yeah, it's definitely a cult following for a reason. Oh, 100%. And let's listen. With that said, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd like to ask you to support us by sharing it with the people around you. Post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. Listen, to catch all the latest from me and from... You know what? I'm starting a new Instagram. So, listen, I'm at Trey Epps on Instagram and uh, Twitter. But I've decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it. Are you going to rebrand? What about... I'm, I think I think I need to rebrand. I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. But <laughs> I got some people out for me. What about you, Dan? Where are you at? Uh, for now, I am Danny Tavener. <laughs> we just both rebrand completely. <laughs> of course, you can find the show at Required Watch on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to give us a follow. And oh yeah, be sure to follow to check out the calendar of upcoming upcoming episodes, and 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 you can watch with us. Listen. With that said, good night and good luck. Later.